0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank.
0: Coming
2: up on NBA Today, I got two words for you, my friends. Devin Booker, how he joined the likes of Michael Jordan with his last two incredible performances. So we're all tied up at two. Who has the edge going into game five? Plus, Speaking of incredible performances, I mean, James Harden, he did it again. So now that series is all tied up going back to Boston. Is he the key moving forward? And then tonight, must win for the Warriors. Cheney, she is back and has the adjustments that need to be made for the dubs. We start right now. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by PNC Bank. Richard Jefferson, Malika Andrews, and she's back. Shanae Agumake in the building. Don't worry, Kendra Perkins, Adrian Wojnarowski, Ramona you Shelburne, Mark Spears.
3: No. Don't, don't, don't touch, me.
2: Stop, touch me. Stop touching me. <laughs> they will all be stopping by. Let's go. Are you ready, Rich?
3: I'm, I'm excited. Where should we start today? Ah, uh, we should start the Phoenix Suns Denver Nuggets. Let's, Let's start. Go. With the good Phoenix job. Suns now you are the Denver view. Nuggets. Okay. Because
2: we were talking a couple of days ago, Richard, about how this was must win time for the Phoenix Suns. And now all of a sudden, they have come back into the series.
3: Oh yeah. No, they, it's Kevin Durant has shown back up. I loved his attack in this game. He struggled to make shots early uh, and then he went downhill in game. T- what it, it, a pass. Three, who does he think he is? So Kevin precious. Love? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that Kevin, is a heck of a pass Kevin. there. And
2: then the second quarter here. Keep an eye on what this. What a block. Spills over into the stands, Chanae. And then Josh Okogie stays there. But look who has the ball. It's Suns it's owner Matt Ishbia.
4: Or to Jokic a fan. Oh. just <laughs> so, so, a fan. To
2: Mike Malone
3: fan.
4: Correct. Kerfuffle. Both of
2: them. Kerfuffle. Ensues. Your favorite we'll way. call it
4: a kerfuffle.
2: <laughs> Nikola Jokic assessed uh, a tech for that, but stayed in the game. We'll keep it
3: pushing to the third quarter here because the shot making was just insane in this game. Right I, I have never seen shot making like this, back and forth, I'm gonna say never seen. Very Paula. rarely do shot you Paula. see this. Devin Booker, six for six. And when I expressed to you, every one of these <laughs> shots was needed. I'm sorry for their karaoke on the left and right of me. I apologize, everyone.
2: It was beautiful. I don't know what you're talking about. But Devin Booker, he didn't actually make a shot, just attempted one in the fourth quarter. Didn't matter. His performance is a decoy
3: when you have Kevin Durant on the outside. Well, and that's what it is. Kevin Durant, in the way that he was playing off of Devin Booker, was so impressive. But look, Jokic, there's no answer for Jokic. He he is the best center in the NBA. i, I I'm sorry so
2: then jamal murray what were we saying about that tough shot making that's what he does
3: jamal murray again we saw it in the bubble he had to miss two straight postseasons because of the acl injury but it looks like he is back and balling
2: so then deandre ayton on the floor in this one janae they would call it a jump ball but watch, does Jokic hold, is, is his arm held down here by DeAndre Ayton?
3: Yes, that was 100% a foul. You can't lift up with your left arm on the jump ball. I, I, we're not listening to Chanae right now. Please do He was, was going to waffle. Jokic is asking for it. He's like, <laughs> I can't jump.
2: Well, he was saying that was a foul. They didn't call it as such. The Suns get the win. Jokic, a little bit frustrated. Huge effort though. My goodness, 53 points from Nikola (laughs) Jokic. Still, Phoenix walks away with the series all tied up as we head back to Denver. Let's take a listen to Devin Booker after the game.
5: Man, I'm just trying to win. Um, You know, I always say, and it's something that I'll tell KD. Like, throw that efficiency out the window. I don't, I don't care about that. Um, Mm -hmm. Just keep going. You know, keep, keep attacking, keep being aggressive, and. You know, if it's a product of, you know, just getting open shots and knocking them down, you know, that's that's what I'm supposed to do. Just taking what the defense gives me, you know, I feel like I'm supposed to make a lot of the shots I
1: take.
2: Devin Booker. I mean, he's gone supernova this postseason. That continued over the last two games. He led the Suns to a 2-2 series tie. He took 43 shots in games 3 and 4, missed just 9 of those, (laughs) which is insane. He became the first player to score 35 points on 75% shooting in consecutive playoff games all time. And it's not every day, right, that a two-time MVP who has 53 points, 11 assists in a playoff game, that that's a footnote to all this. But Devin Booker is just doing something that, I I don't know, you just have to marvel at, Perk. So how impressed were you perk by booker last night
5: how impressed was i were, were you too impressed not you shanae but rj and malika because i thought it was maybe the week before last or last monday didn't y'all have me up there and y'all surprised me with a segment telling me about after Steph hit for 50 uh, and how i was wrong about y- y'all revisited my list right of because I had Devin Booker at number one. Mm -hmm. Well, Devin Booker right now, Devin Booker right now is number one in transition points in the playoff, number one in isolation points, number one in points on drives, number one on points on pull-up and mid-range points. So my thing is he has been the best player in the postseason and he's shooting 61% from the field. But you know the most important thing that I love about Devin Booker, and he talked about it in his interview. How having Kevin Durant on the floor is such, is such a luxury for him. And not taking what he has for his playing with KD for granted. And he's taking full advantage of the opportunity. Being able to go one-on-one, not seeing double teams a lot, having another guy that's a real liable threat on the offensive end opens up things for D-Book. So I'm here for uh the apology before we start the show from Malik and RJ because you know, last week y'all were on y'all high horse about me not having Steph number one and having Devin Booker number one. So I here, no, that's fine. That's fine. Is this I'm your? Is this, yeah.
3: is this Malika's one shot? Four. Can, you, can you zoom in a little bit? Thanks, Director Kathy. Uh, Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> the reason why we had a problem is because you had De'Aaron Fox over Steph Curry. We didn't say anything about Devin Booker. You had the. No, get it, you had the Aaron Fox <laughs> over Steph Curry no, right before no, Steph Curry no, gave him a no, 50 yeah, ball. A that was the Richards receipts. Yes. So did. now we're gonna come back to camera three or camera two. Did please bring us, and please, please to bring to us back back on track here.
4: The reason why I didn't take any smoke was because I feel like I was the first one, at least mainstream, to say, hey, Devin Booker, this is your moment. Let's be real here. Because when the playoffs started and we started seeing these numbers, a lot of the caveats were, oh, he's going up against the Clippers who are deficient, particularly versus their stars but let me talk about stars for a moment we have teetered uh, uh, over this idea the last few years of whether devin booker is a superstar or not this this playoff run it feels like a star is born hmm. in a big way. We've seen the numbers. He has 331 points so far, the most through a player's first nine playoff games in a single postseason since 1990 Michael Jordan. What he's doing shooting the ball, I don't think we've seen it so efficiently done. Right. And so necessarily done. It's just Michael Jordan. Shifting, oh it's just MJ, shifting positions. Chris Paul is out now going to the point guard. Also playing on the other end. You have to put respect where respect is due because a lot of people said KD is gonna be the the reason why they have to advance, you know, through his heroics, it's been Devin
3: Booker. Can I just say something about Devin Booker? Because mm-hmm. we've been talking about this dude and all that. He's only 26 I know years old. Saying. My gra- <laughs> De- Man, he gets better every year. We've been talking about him since his rookie year. The last couple of years have been impressive, really starting in the bubble. But the fact that he is 26 years old, that's going to be a problem for y'all. I'm over here. For the people over there playing, that's going to be a problem for you. You're
2: not envious of those folks? No. Not
3: not with those numbers. So,
2: Booker... Jokic, they went back and forth on the floor. I can't believe that that is not the only thing that we need to talk about in the A block. It it was Jokic's interaction with Suns owner Matt Ishbia that had everyone talking right after the game. Jokic was assessed a technical foul for, quote, deliberately making contact with the Suns owner in the second quarter when attempting to grab the basketball from Ishbia's hands to start the next play. So take a listen to what Jokic had to say about the incident.
1: Defend
5: the hand on me first so I thought the, the, the league supposed to protect us or whatever so but maybe maybe I'm wrong so we will see did Which, you happen
4: to know who the fan was
3: he's a fan of he's a no, no 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 I know who is but he, he's a fan isn't he if uh, he's a setting a sitting, Phoenix Suns owner sitting on the court and he's a fan isn't he yep. that doesn't mean that he's a so whoever it is and he's a fan, he cannot influence the game by holding the ball.
6: I think it's crazy that Nicola got a technical foul in that situation. He's going to get the ball, and some some fan is holding on to the ball like he wants to be a part of the game. Just just give the ball up, man. You know what I mean? And, you know, they they deemed Nicola doing something that was excessive, I guess, and they gave him the tech, but uh, I still don't really understand it.
1: Do the fans,
6: the honor of the Suns, made any difference? I don't give a I mean, it's, you know, it's... I really don't care.
2: Richard, I know you have some thoughts on what went down courtside.
3: Well, yeah, look, I agree. They, they called him a fan, but let's break this down, because we're going to have to talk about some things here. And look, you are you going to bring me, Richard? Do you need help? Right, look, you bring, because you're going you're gonna to work the iPad here. And look, I understand what they're going to talk about. He's just a fan, and technically he is just a fan. Trust me, the fan statement, that was a very strategic statement, because they wanted to, like, no, this is a fan. It doesn't matter who he is. But let's roll the tape. And this, I'm going to explain to you why Jokic did what he did and why Jokic always does this. Look, this ball is out on the Phoenix Suns. A Phoenix Suns player is all all the way gone. So now Jokic, and everyone knows how elite his passing is. He wants to get that ball out quick and go because he has an advantage. He sees a fan holding a ball. And he's trying to get the ball because he has the advantage. The ball was the Denver Nuggets ball. So they had transitioned the other way. So when all of that stopped, that's when it became a problem. Because right now, the individuals here are stopping Jokic from getting out in transition. Wow, Look, what, John, wow what a flop. Yeah, John, and I love the flop. I love the flop. A <laughs> Kogi is still nowhere to be found. Like, Jokic is trying to get the ball. This is what he always does. But let me just say, did you see something different today? Did you see something different?
4: No, I didn't. I saw him trying to get the ball so that he can go because he's one of the best outlet passers in the game. Yeah, and he
3: had advantage. But this is what I want to bring up. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. A little, little known fact here. (laughs) Ishbia played for Tom Izzo, right? So he's played with one of the great coaches. This is Josh Kroenke. He is the governor-owner of the Denver Nuggets. He played at Mizzou. You know who he played for? Quinn Snyder. So we got Quinn Snyder coaching. We got Tim Izzo, or, uh, Tom oh, Izzo yes. coaching. Same difference. What I think should happen is these two little one-on-one one oh. I think a little one-on-one between the two of these both of them played division one basketball I think that's the answer shout out Josh Kroenke happy birthday a couple days ago but Matt Ishbia, this is what he had to say
2: well this is what he said this morning Richard great win for the Suns last night in an amazing series so far that should be the only story. Suspending or finding anyone over last night's incident, it would not be right. I have a lot of respect for Jokic. Don't want to see anything like that. Excited for Game Five. Go Suns. So, our senior insider Adrian Wojnarowski joins us now. And Woj, it doesn't. It doesn't appear that Ishbia would like any further action here against Jokic. But what is the league weighing?
7: Well, they'll talk to both parties today. I know they were getting ready to talk to Nicole Jokic in the next hour. They'll talk to Matt Ishbia. The sense that I had gotten in the last 24 hours is that nobody really expected maybe more than a fine for Nikola Jokic. I think certainly Matt Ishbia publicly saying that he, uh, in his mind, the matter was resolved that there should not be a suspension. Uh, I think that does weigh in it. Now, there's also another conversation that goes on between the two teams where each side you know, emails the league, front offices, general managers. Uh, and, and there's another conversation that kind of goes on concurrently with the public discussion. Hmm. Uh, but I think right now there's a sense of um, maybe at the max this is a fine for Jokic. But- The league will talk to both sides and they have surprised us in the past they've surprised us this season right
2: exactly i think of draymond green earlier this year let's bring it back onto the floor because the suns are back in this the series is all tied up but they've done it without chris paul what's the latest on that front for the rest of this series
7: yeah chris paul's not yet been ruled out for uh tuesday night uh i'm told it is still a a real uphill battle for him to be back and ready uh that quickly with uh the groin injury this is uh, certainly a series being played at a really high level, really fast, and to try to come back with a groin injury, uh, number one, re-injuring it, but two, just his mobility. He's got to be able to move on the court. It, it feels like there's still a ways to go for Chris Paul, but you know they got a better performance out of their bench. They bought more time now for him. Uh, to, to try to get ready. Yeah. But originally, the thought was maybe this was a seven-day, a ten-day injury. So we're, we're about hitting seven days. We'll see, uh, again, how he progresses Uh, Still not a lot of optimism, though, for a Game 5 Tuesday in Denver.
2: Well, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant have proven that they can keep the Suns team afloat, at least in the meantime, not to mention Landry Shamit, a huge game in Game 4. That game (laughs) – I see what you did there. That Game 5 is tomorrow night. Still to come, though, on NBA Today, James Harden and the Sixers. They even their series up, so hear what he had to say after his second game-winning shot of the series. I'm curious, do you think Perk is concerned about his Celtics?
3: Uh, Perk's always concerned about some.
2: (laughs) Plus, Game 4, just over six hours away across the street. Can the Lakers take a commanding 3-1 lead? Cheney has the adjustments that Golden State needs to make. And friends, it's that time again. Pull out your phone, Shanae, I know you got two phones. Oh yeah, so make sure to both, vote uh, with oh, both. Yeah, 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 we're not gonna, <laughs> I, I was almost there and then. Which team is gonna win the West? This is a difficult question. Could it be the Suns? Could it be the Nuggets, the Warriors, the Lakers? Let us know who you got on both of your phones and we'll let you know the
0: results later in the show. We'll <laughs> be right back. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
3: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side
6: breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles, and really who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
1: NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank. Rooted in communities big and small.
3: Warriors and Lakers even at one apiece. Big challenges for both teams. Oh, spin unstoppable
1: here. Thompson again. Got it. What a start. James hits a three. Anthony Davis has been an absolute monster here in game three. James drives off the glass. It's good. He's playing like a Pope bear right now. LA Lakers come back and have a dominant performance led by Anthony Davis and LeBron James.
2: So that was game three, and talk about a pendulum swing as I am joined by a pair of senior writers, Ramona Shelburne and Mark Spears. Warriors, they win game two in a blowout the Lakers they come back and win game three in a blowout Ramona help me make sense of this what is your biggest takeaway when you look at game three because it just seems like that shift I'm having trouble making sense of it
8: it was one of the strangest games that I think any of us have seen I mean LeBron James did not shoot the ball right until there was eight minutes left in the second quarter Wow. not even a shot and normally if anybody else you would say okay like he's not being aggressive what's going on in this game but LeBron is so good at reading the game and in this game they had to get Anthony Davis going all we talked about after the after the the, first, the loss in game two was get Anthony Davis going. Why does he fluctuate? Well, you have to feed the big man. Mm. You have to make a point of it. And LeBron was just feeding him. After, play after play after play, getting him on goal, getting him going. D'Angelo Russell had 11 points. So LeBron focused on defense, focused on rebounding. He, focused, he had six assists in there. And then right when I was texting Dave McMenamin saying, is he ever going to shoot? Dave goes, yeah, he, he's going to get it going. It's 40 to 29. He's going to go. And he scored the next he's 10 points in the second quarter. Right. I mean, it was amazing the way LeBron orchestrated that and had the confidence to just sit back and let the game come to him and dictate and do what his team needed.
2: Yeah, and then Anthony Davis sort of became a, a one-man wrecking ball in all yep. of this. But now they have to the page the Warriors do because this is a quick turnaround every other day so what is Golden State focusing on here what's their mentality coming into this one Mark
1: get back to playoff focus and stay away from this preseason focus that they Mm. had the last game like the turnovers this season have been awful but they were really on a bad level and then they got to. Steph said this the other day they got to stop worrying about the referees Yeah. yeah You know, which is might be tough for Draymond to, to rein that in. Sure. But they're, they're spending to, so much time worrying about the referees, worrying about the calls, four technicals. You can't get that in a playoff game. That's the, You know, these games are going to be so nip and tuck, you can't afford to give them right. f- four free throws and the ball. So how do the Warriors respond from here? This is a team that has done their best against adversity, especially in the Steve Kerr era. Anytime they've lost... By more than 20 in the Steve Kerr era, they've come back and won by 10. Yeah. Uh, Steph, Clay, Draymond, they've been there with their backs against the wall before. Against the Kings, they went down 0 2, came back, won a game seven, lost a game to the Lakers, came back. And I think they're going to try to use the same formula today and be a comeback come kids again, and they have no choice. Right if they don't win, it's over.
2: Yeah, you don't want to have the opportunity, give the Lakers the opportunity to take that commanding 3-1 lead. After the Lakers lost game two, LeBron kind of had this look on his face. He was like, yep. Bet. All right. That's what I'm looking for from Golden State. I want to get a little bit farther into that. Thank you both for tonight's Game 4 matchup as we bring in Shanae Agumake and her cheat sheet brought to you by BetMGM. What adjustments are you looking for from Golden State?
4: Let's get to it. Thanks so much, you guys. I missed y'all. I love cheat sheet. And again, shout out to BetMGM. The playoffs, they're all about adjustments. I mean, each series is a chess match where teams strategize move by move. And you heard Steph Curry after the last game talking about this high level of playoff adjustment so take a listen
5: to this I mean they made an adjustment in terms of their matchups to try to take away our pick and roll in the pocket passing that four-on-three advantage we have in the backside and Draymond being in a sweet spot like they obviously understand that's when we're at our best so we'll make adjustments
4: Yeah, you heard it straight from Steph. The Lakers defense has responded well so far against Golden State. The Warriors are shooting just 49% in the paint in this series, which is tied for their lowest percentage in any series under Steve Kerr. That Lakers defense has been real. Let me show you the implications of what the Lakers have been doing. In Game 2, AD, his matchup is Draymond Green. He guarded him 33 times. And what happened in this blowout? All right, two very high IQ offensive players. It's hard to be effective if you're AD, a defensive captain in that position so here's the adjustment we switch to matchups now game three his primary matchup is not Draymond Green he only guarded him 11 times compared to 33 it's Kevon Looney it's to Michael Green and now he's able to rover and be a help defender and watch all this space that he's able to cover this is huge simple changes defensively have allowed AD to be his best self and that Lakers defense is number one predicate what is it predictor of whether they win if they're able to be aggressive there But here's what Golden State's answer might be. All right, here's the next adjustment, go small. The Warriors small ball lineup of Curry, Thompson, Green, Wiggins, and Poole has outscored the Lakers by 15 points in nine minutes in this series. So that's the best point differential by any Warriors lineup so far in this series. So overall, there have been a game of chess. There has been adjustments. They might need the Golden State Warriors to play chase, go small in game four. You get it? You see Hello, I see what you did there. You're going to go chase. Huh?
2: Well, are the Warriors going to be the team that comes out of the of the West I want to know what you all think at home Janae's getting at her phone she's voting Richard Jefferson you're He's gonna not. vote as well but I am more interested in what the fans at home think who do you think is the team that is going to win this incredibly tight w- race in the Western Conference NBA today. I mean, Harden, he was the hero yet again in the Sixers. Huge game four win. So hear what Celtics coach Joe Mazzula had to say about Boston's late game execution. Very interesting stuff. Plus, with the game on the line, who you got? Is it Steph? Is it LeBron? We took a fan poll and have the results in just a matter of minutes. And, ooh, baby, it's getting hot in South Beach. Can the Knicks even their series up? We hear from them ahead of what is being called the Knicks' biggest game in over a decade. I know Stephen A is going to be listening. NBA today will be right back.
6: Ooh baby. <laughs> Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be.
1: There's power in the process. The determination and the discipline you build around it. As you try to break through exceed expectations and push forward.
0: We are a people of hope.
1: You
5: change the future, you change the past. The process leads us to this point, the playoffs. Let's get nuts. Where every possession and choice matters. Because the moment goes by in a flash.
2: James Harden, he has a thing for bounce-back games. I mean, he, he went for 45 in game one against Boston. Some of them were calling the best playoff game of his career. You know, game two, eh, as Cheney would say. And then <laughs> we got to see this. Did he have another one of those in his bag when the Sixers were down 2-1? Yes. Yes,
3: he did. Yes, he did. To answer that question, look, he was an absolute monster. Both of these guys were just impressive and we're gonna jump to the fourth quarter aren't we Malika yes we are because watch this Embiid putting in work spinning around and you see right here These guys are battling. P.J. Tucker, he did not. He got the and one. That's why they went and got him.
2: Jeffrey Evers with that shot, by the way. Look what he says
3: to him. He's like, you shoot the damn ball. I don't want that damn ball. You (laughs) shoot it. He's like, I'm tired, man. I've been out for two weeks. Greatness is tiresome. (laughs) Well, you know who was great? James Harden.
2: All game long. Whenever they needed a big bucket, it was James Harden.
3: Again, I was one of the people that game two. I was just like, ah, but here... Game, game two and game three. If they're Game two, game three. Okay, yeah. But game four, he showed up. And look, James Harden, he's been special two of the four games.
2: So we're headed to overtime now in this one. 43 seconds to go. Jason that's ball Tatum. Ball movement.
3: Is it a foul? Was, was it a push-off? Push yes, it was a push-off. <laughs> <laughs> are they going to call it
8: on Jason Tatum? For the no. MVP voting? But that's
3: a push-off. That is 100% a push-off. I don't know. Maxi's hands are on him first. Well, well it's, it's look, Boston up by it. two. Here we go. Joel Embiid going to work over Got Tatum a Tatum. Nayland Brown, why are you leaving the strong side corner against one of the greatest scorers in NBA history? Why are you leaving? I understand. He had his back. Because they have three guys on him every true. time. That's true. But you don't leave that guy. That's not the guy you leave because you have no one there to help you or rotate. So also-
2: they had about 16 seconds left here. Now we're down to one. Dishes it out to Marcus Smart. Curry. It's good,
8: uh,
3: no, it's not but good. it doesn't count. That wasn't good. Like a second 20. late. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even that close. I think the buzzer went off when he <laughs> caught the ball.
2: Philadelphia That's gets just... the win, 116-115. Let's take a listen Ugh. to James Harden after the game.
1: It was supposed to be a dribble handoff with me, but Jalen uh, Brown denied me, so I just gave Joel space. And Jalen Brown helped and Joel made a, a, a hell of a pass, an MVP pass. And I, I mean... I, I shoot that shot every day. It's a bad read, um, that's it, it's a, a gamble at the wrong time, and, and big shot by James Harden, but that's, that's my fault, you know, I take full accountability. That's
5: been us all season long. Uh, just you know, sticking together, fighting through anything. Um, being down five with what minute left, two minutes left. Um, you know that's that's huge for us, and we know we didn't play our best. Um, and I was uh, I was terrible tonight. I got to be better, and uh, I will be better.
2: So you can see the greatness of this Philadelphia duo here. They combined to score 76 points, the most in a playoff game by a pair of 76ers teammates in postseason history. And when they're playing like this, Ramona, it really feels like they could go all the way. They could win a championship. But what is the likelihood that we can get this again and again in order for them to (laughs) advance into the conference finals and then the finals?
8: I mean, are we doing a Philly talk show? Because that's what they talk about every day in Philly, right? Um, Look, they had a film session after that game three. It was not pretty. That was, people (laughs) got real in that film session. Tyrese Maxey, who's like the young kid, was trying to put it nicely afterwards. He was like, People said some things, but that needed to be said, and it was healthy for the relationship. And I was wondering how the team would go after that film session where people got pretty raw and real there. Um, and to respond like that, I thought was a good, very good sign for the six. I also thought that last play, Joel Embiid is dog tired at the end of this game. He didn't do anything for two weeks while he was out with that knee injury. You know, they, he did not have a good fourth quarter at all. It, three minutes earlier in that overtime, he had had the same play. He passed it to Harden, he missed. Now you're the MVP. The ball comes to you. They triple team you, but you feel like you got to make that shot. He made the right play. passed it to James Harden again. And this time he makes it. That's a big moment in their relationship. The trust.
4: And what I really love is that it's kind of poetic in the idea that earlier on this season, the big point that the Sixers were telling James Harden is, we need you to be good in catch and shooting the ball. Yeah. Catch yep. and shoot. Harden is shooting 43% on catch and shoot threes this season, which is a high percentage for. He doesn't like to catch and, and shoot. He doesn't like to. He's a rhythm shooter. He likes to take a dribble and then you know do that step back and get into. It. and so this is what it, it's all about commitment yeah so committing to the to meet team for philosophy understanding Joel Embiid he's gonna have to make that pass out especially on strong side and then just doing what your teammates trust you to do and knock down the shot so I love how full circle the idea of hey buy into this and look it's delivered you a win.
3: okay love it. everything you guys are saying <laughs> big moment in the relationship Joel Embiid is exhausted everything that you guys are saying <laughs> is so so true Jalen Brown, do not leave James Harden. That's all it is. At the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, you don't leave like he knows this. He said it and and yeah, respect he said him, my bad. taking the ownership in that moment and that's where it's like your discipline either you win with it or you lose with it. You leave James Harden. You can leave Almost anybody. Even if you leave P.J. Tucker there, you don't leave a three-point shooter when you're up by two in those seconds. He knows that. Everyone knows that. But that's it. Yeah. If he doesn't leave them, then yeah. we're not having this conversation right Right now. Maybe Joel yep. Embiid hits two, then it's tied, then you go down, then it's That's there sure. He had nine guys on him all damn night. Yeah. But if you don't make that mistake, and that's what it is, at the end of the day, it, it doesn't there. come down to that play, but those are the plays that we're all going to point to. we got a couple more we're going to point to.
2: Yeah, we're going to point to those in just a second. Perk, let me get your thoughts on the 76 er side here real quick.
5: You know what? I thought I thought P.J. Tucker was the engine. I, yeah. I've been so impressed with P.J. and his leadership, like being a vocal leader. You see him getting on guys, and his his – Impact is not going to show up in the box score, but what he's been doing on the floor, taking on challenges, just being a guy that just be all over the place causing havoc is enough. And him and James Harden are great friends, so I'm pretty sure that P.J. holds James Harden accountable more than anybody else in that locker room. But the crazy thing is is that people could really say that Joel B didn't even play well and he still had a 30-point Uh, uh, double-double, and that's crazy and that's scary for Boston because they should have left out of there with a win, but when it comes down to James Harden, I think what Doc did for sending him that gospel, uh, I think it was a video or a gospel song or whatever, this is what Doc Rivers do. Doc Rivers is really great at motivating, Doc Rivers is really great at trying to do whatever it takes to get the best out of his players, even his superstars, and those were just one of his things that he did. And I don't know if it worked, but it seemed like it did. But anything can help to get one of your star players to play in the way that James Harden did last night.
2: So I don't want to take anything away from James Harden, but I do want to go back to the last play of overtime because you use the term poetic justice. And wasn't it poetic that earlier in the season we saw Joel Embiid with that full court heave that was after the buzzer, that it was too late, couldn't beat the Celtics. Now, this time, Joe Mazzula, he opted not to use either of his two timeouts. He spoke on that decision (sighs) earlier today. Take a listen, (laughs) Brooke.
0: the end of overtime you know hindsight's twenty twenty. i should have called it to help us get a two for one or get a couple more possessions um and so you know obviously with 14 seconds left down one you want to get as many chances as you
3: can so you know i'll definitely learn from that think
2: well A little bit of time to reflect after uh, his comments yesterday. He's been known, right, to let the Celtics play, figure it out, the course of action there. And then this season, the Celtics, they've run the third fewest possessions following a timeout. But when they actually do, they average the second most points per possession. So Cheney, where did things go wrong for Boston on the final play?
3: Richard, are you good here? I, I I'm great because we've seen this from multiple coaches this year, yep. and and we sit up here and we are uh, probably a little bit more lenient when it comes to coaches. Players, we will we will just uh, we will just destroy players, right? But we saw it and uh, we saw it with Minnesota not calling a timeout over multiple long stretches when they should have. We saw it. We saw how the Bucks uh, the Bucks ended yeah. their season with multiple opportunities to Chris not th- th- to, to not yeah. call them. Yeah. We've seen these things happen. And look, Joe Mazzu is a very good coach. He's still a young coach, so I'm not going to sit up here and kill. But that was that was very, very, very bad clock management by his team and by the coaching staff.
5: perk we hear you humming and hawing. What's up? What are your thoughts? Uh, well, well, because this this wasn't like any other situation that we've seen in the postseason. This was completely different. Any mm. other coach in at the high school level, AAU level, know that if I got two timeouts with Mm -hmm. this much time on the clock and I'm down one, I'm going to use them. And I said this earlier. I don't know if he's taking them home and having them for dinner, Give me a filet mignon, (laughs) a side of mashed potatoes and two timeouts. I don't know what the hell is going on. But here's the thing, too, about the Celtics, right? If I'm the Celtics and I'm looking at the Boston and I'm looking at what just happened to the Milwaukee Bucks. I should be motivated even more as a team collectively. I don't see that sense of urgency from a team that dropped the ball in the finals last year that, quote, that say they're on a quote-unquote mission. I just don't see it. This is really troublesome watching this team play. And, like, we talk about Jalen Brown leaving the corner – I get that, like, he's not supposed to do that, and he knows better. But let's talk about Jalen Brown in the fourth quarter and in overtime only getting three shots when he actually was the best player on the floor and the most efficient for the Celtics. So I just don't understand it all in general. And the last thing, let me say this. Please. The assistant coaches matter. I said about Damon Stoudemire leaving. If Damon Stoudemire is on that bench he jumps up and he goes up and hurry up and go run and tell Coach Missoula, out. That's what assistant coaches do at the time. Because sometimes head coaches get caught up in the moment. But I'm done, though. Y'all can have it. I'm
2: done. I appreciate it. We'll see what adjustments Joe Mazzulla and his staff make for the next game now that the series is all tied up. But can I tell you guys something that made me smile this weekend? Uh, over the last few months, well, we've chronicled the friendship, right, between James Harden and John Howe, a 20-year-old student who survived the shooting at Michigan State that killed three students and left five injured. Now, Howe, he was left paralyzed from the waist down, and the two connected while Howe was in the hospital. And Harden promised Howe that when he was well enough, he could come to a game. Well, that day... It was Sunday. The two they shared a moment pregame, and then How was by Harden's side through his entire postgame, his interviews, everything. And Harden gifted How his game-worn shoes and so much more. Let's take a listen to James Harden.
1: He's my good luck charm. Uh, so me keeping in contact with him. Obviously, like any of us in here, the tragedy like that to happen. You know, what I mean, it's like it's a lot of nonsense that's going on in the world. So for him to be, a, you know, a victim of that is a. Uh, it's heartbreaking, you know what I mean? But he's strong, he's bouncing back, he's recovering very well, and I feel like it's my job to just give him that light, that smile that he deserves, that he needs, and hopefully, you know, today was one of those days where, you know what I mean, he, he's smiling, and um, that's all I'm here for. Game six. You gotta, come back. you gotta come back. I don't know what you got going on, what your schedule is. Game six, you gotta be back here. Because you the a good luck charm, for real. I just kept thinking about it. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Nah, like we talked about last time, every day, right? Yeah. Every day is is an opportunity to get better. You know what I mean? Mentally, physically, all that. So just keep the right mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm always praying for you and always got you if you need me. You know that? Yeah.
2: What a moment. It's really been a privilege to witness their relationship. Coming up here on NBA Today, we have another game four in Miami this time. Can the Knicks even up the series? We have the keys for both teams that's coming up next as we head to South Beach. Biscayne? South Beach? Both? Either?
3: (laughs) Miami Beach? Yeah, call me both.
2: So, they're not only one, but there are two game fours on tonight's slate. The first of which is out in Miami as the Heat. They're looking to take a 3 1 series lead over the New York Knicks. Now, the Heat have won five straight games when Jimmy Butler is in the lineup. He's averaging nearly 35 points per game, the most by any Eastern Conference player. So, Mark Spears joins us once again. Mark, what are you looking at as the key to tonight's game?
1: Jimmy, don't call me playoff Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Yes, I was at the game when he had 56 sitting next to Tom Joyner, the fly jock. You know who that is?
2: Yes, I saw him. I saw him in in Miami over the weekend.
1: I've got to say hi to I him.
2: I did, Jackson. of course, oh, okay. a legend.
1: He's the legend. <laughs> also, Jamal Mashburn, we saw him get 56. Mash? yes. And he keeps saying he's not playoff Jimmy, but he's only one of three players whose points, rebounds, assists, field goal percentage, and 3 point percentage improve in the playoffs. Mm. Elijah Juan and who? Robert Bob, playoff Bob Ori, right? He's one of those three guys. So he's averaging 34.4 in the postseason. That's more than Wade did. He's been incredible. I don't expect that to change. I saw him do this in the bubble. This is what he does. He doesn't like the nickname, but I'm going to call him Playoff Jimmy.
3: He's earned it. Well for me it's going to be the 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 nick bench. They got to figure out where they're going to get some get where they're going to get some score, scoring from. If there's no quickly, right? And all of a sudden you start to look around like we know Brunson's not 100% healthy. We know Randall's not 100% healthy and now quickly's out. So who is it? Because the Miami Heat, their bench has been stepping up again. Now they got Kyle Lowry coming off their bench. So they have guys but if you don't start getting production, especially the way the Miami Heat, and we can keep saying, they're not going to keep shooting like that. We'll ask the Milwaukee Bucks that. They're not <laughs> going to keep shooting like that. We'll ask, uh, ask um, Atlanta the, 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 that. The, the Knicks that yeah. right now that they're down 2-1. So... To me, it's about can the Knicks get production from their bench? Is there somebody that's going to step up? Because we have seen that throughout all the different series. We saw it with Shamit in the Sun series. You just need one guy to give you a quarter. We need one guy (laughs) to give you a five, six, seven-minute stretch. We've seen it with the Lakers. We've seen it throughout these series. There's always someone on that bench that just gives you that quarter. And right now, I haven't seen it from anybody on the Knicks and with Quickly Out. They need someone.
4: Yeah, and obviously superstars win you championships, but I do think role players win you series. Mm-hmm. Having these key role players step up the way we've seen Miami Heat when people Those saw... bars,
3: by the way. Oh, well, Those thank you. Like, okay, yeah, okay, okay, that part.
4: We'll <laughs> leave it at that. Wait, where's the mic? Okay, <laughs> <No>. wait, <laughs> let me drop it. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, okay,
3: get to it. <laughs> uh,
4: your key is... Oh my key is, yeah! I, well, I, I was just dropping bars. Mike, I, I agree with Richard. I think it's the bench and the yeah. depth and the role players have to show up um, because we're seeing, you know, heroics happen with Miami. You have to have the heroics, heroics even without Tyler Heros. Exa- Look at you! Oh. 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 <laughs> All
2: right, it's going to be interesting to see In words, who is hey.
4: going to win that game,
2: but also who is going to win the West. Scan. This been a long get your song. phone out. It's uh, waiting for you to get uh, your phone out, today. Oh, that's it what it you is. Can, yeah, okay. see, you can show show everyone exactly. how to send you. You can get your phone out. You can scan the QR code I'm and let telling. us know who is going to win the west still to come here on nba today my friends we took a fan poll we asked and the results they are coming up who would you choose to take the last shot though cheney step lebron oh, uh,
4: you guys told me not to pick against lebron last time you pressured me but it's the greatest shooter of all time step
2: i'm just proud she made a pick to be honest with you we'll be right back made a
3: pick because we told
0: her not to pick the other one <laughs>
2: Welcome back to NBA Today. So we're just hours away from Game 4 in Crypto.com Arena. And fans, they've witnessed Steph versus LeBron, those high-profile battles for the better part of a decade. And the latest chapter, it continues to unfold. But ESPN asked fans to take a closer look at this rivalry.
5: I want to be the best player in the league. To be the best to ever play the
1: game has motivated me.
5: LeBron
6: James. Stephen Curry. The two most influential basketball players since Michael Jordan. Together, they've helped elevate and reshape the NBA in the 21st century. James is now the all time leading scorer. The king wears the crown. Curry is the best shooter ever. Both superstars are among the most popular Hoopers ever, but as they face off for the fifth time in the playoffs, It's worth asking, what exactly do fans prefer about each of these players? A brand new poll commissioned by ESPN helps us answer that exact question. Who would you rather start your team with, James or Curry? That's a tough choice, right? Well, 55% of fans said they would start their team with James, however, 54% of fans also said Curry was more likable. He's got such a nice smile, and who can't relate to moves like this?
0: That could be the greatest move I've ever seen. (laughs) No, I'm being serious.
6: What about overall impact on and off the court? Both guys have changed the game, but still. Over two-thirds of fans say that King James has made the largest positive impact on the NBA and basketball in general. And 62% say he's made bigger impacts in the community too. Okay, cool, but let's say a big game is on the line in crunch time. Who would you trust more with the ball? 53% of fans said Curry, probably because of shots like this. James is no slouch in the clutch. Just ask the Pacers or the Spurs or the Wizards. And finally, the billion dollar question. Who is the better overall player? 65% gave the nod to the king. That's a landslide. And it's also evidence that while Curry has had a remarkable game-changing career, when it comes to the court of public opinion, LeBron James is still the king of the NBA.
2: Game four, it goes down tonight. You can see the line that Caesars Sportsbook has set. Steph Curry's point total, 30.5. And then LeBron James, he is set at 26.5. Some sad news from the NBA community this weekend. Nick Gilbert, familiar to NBA fans as the Cleveland Cavaliers representative at the draft lottery who both brought good luck and his signature bow tie. He died Saturday from a genetic condition. Nick, he's the son of Cavaliers owner Dan Gilbert and wife Jennifer, and he had a lifelong battle with neurofibromatosis, which causes non-cancerous tumors to grow on the brain, the spinal cord, and the skin. There is no cure. Nick Gilbert was just 26 years old. Our condolences are with his family. NBA Today will be back in 60 seconds.
1: NBA Today is presented by PNC Bank, rooted in communities, big and small.
2: Welcome back to NBA Today. So ahead of this huge game four between the Lakers and the Warriors, we asked you, yes, you at home, who is going to win the West? Well, our viewers have spoken they have by a landslide oh, shocker the los angeles lakers Got winning say the something? west yeah all right
3: i appreciate you all for voting but i feel like there's some that inaccuracies that we need to point out really if we could point out who has the largest fan base here one here. of those two but who has, the, those. who has the second largest fan base here? Here. Who has the third largest fan base here? Here. Who has the fourth largest fan base yeah, yeah. here? Because you know what? That's probably, probably a big indicator on on our voting.
2: That's fair. Would you Who would you take as the favorite?
3: Uh, favorite, uh, I'm not going to count out the Warriors, but okay. right now, in my opinion, even with well, the two games of Denver Nuggets, I that will the say, Chene,
2: whoever yeah. comes out of the West is so lucky that they do not have to face this formidable team. Oh. Because 17 years ago, <laughs> oh.
3: today, the cover awesome. of ESPN
2: Magazine, cover boy. with our so own cover save. boy, Richard. You know
3: Jefferson. what? I was nothing without LeBron. I was nothing. That's what they keep telling me. We were good, but we were kind of trash, too. We didn't end up with
4: <laughs> That's going to do it for us. We'll see you tomorrow.